Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. All right, so we're having a hazmat team come in here. Um, they're going to do analysis of each of you, see if anything's wrong. Right now, they're thinking we're probably going to have to quarantine. We'll call your parents. We'll, we'll get things sorted. Don't worry. Things will be provided. The hazmat team should be here in probably about 10 minutes to start doing analysis and getting people quarantined. I'm going to, like, raise my hand, and I'm going to, like, start doing the PP dance. I'm going to be like, hey, um, cool officer dude. Uh, just go I to the bathroom. Got... Just go to the bathroom. We just okay, go to the bathroom. Cool. Just don't. Thanks. Don't don't use yeah, the sink. I'm out. I'm, it's gross, but just don't use the sink right now. Just go to the bathroom. Okay, you got it. And uh, and I'm gonna go into the bathroom. Is there a window from the bathroom I could get out in easily, or should I like egress in a more creative manner? Since I can shapeshift into like a squirrel or something, I just want to become like squirrel size. Climb over to the window and then just ooze out a crack. You guys turn and start to open the door and you are greeted by a group of probably about 30 people in these big, giant, yellow hazmat suits. And like the one in the front pulls out what looks kind of like a giant cattle broad and you hear, Get back! Get back! Away from the door! I think uh, um, 
That would be enough to send Danny into his quiet place. Danny finally opens his eyes, and they're glowing red hot. And you are now fired, Danny. Uh, Danny, what are you doing? What's up, Luzkov? Hey, check oh, this out. son of a butt. I've, I've always wanted to do this. And he, like, you know, uh, strolls over, uh, arches his eyebrows, you know, up and down, and uh, pulls, pulls the fire alarm. Oh, no, wait, I got a better one. Let's turn this fire drill into an actual emergency. And he just, like, shoots a fireball off into, like, the corner of the room. <laughs> and if anyone was looking at him, he would say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for the alarm. I'm okay now. S- stop, drop, and roll. Okay. And then he would just, like, run off. <laughs> As you run away, the guy in the hazmat suit, unfortunately, you can't hear him say this, but he reaches down, pulls up his walkie-talkie, and goes, we have a situation. One of the thermals has escaped. I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Lucas, you watch as Biggs bounds away into the trees, and you're sitting in in the tree and i need you to roll me an act under pressure i got a nine you got a nine you feel the hair stand up on the back of your neck and all of a sudden uh those shadows come back and you feel your body stiffen and it's almost like a sensation of vertigo um as you fall out of this tree um what's the shadows um they, uh, they, this is when you, uh... Fainted last time? Fainted last time. It's a similar thing. You see these thousands of, of, of shadows all around you. Um, you feel your, your body start to sway and the edges of your vision start to close in with, with these stars. Um, but you fall Are they from coming the out of, like, all of the materials? Like, coming off or they're coming out of the shadows? Like, are they just no, appearing in thin like, air? It is like you are looking at a magic eye poster, and instead of seeing a classic car, suddenly all these shadowy forms are just around you. Are they people-shaped? It's a variety. You see, you see things that are colossal to things that are minute. Uh, you see some that are people-shaped, but it is a variety of shadows. So, um, and you fall, and as you're falling, uh, you you're sort of rotating, and you hit the ground, and that snaps you out of it and your vision goes back and you see standing on the branch 
that you were just at a familiar figure a man with a man with a bulbous torso and long gangly arms and legs dressed oh God. in raggedy clothes holding oh. a suitcase oh no and you can't move your your whatever whatever this this effect this fatigue that happens when you see these is still in effect although you have not fallen unconscious at the moment and you oh, watch God. as his leg extends downward and you watch as the is this this thin almost spider leg leg keeps growing until its foot hits the forest floor below and he slowly lowers himself down this is like right in front of the school you are out in the woods a, a, a bit away. You can hear the school, but you cannot see it. Oh, I thought I was in that same tree that Lucas escaped to before. When you turned into a squirrel and went out went out the, the hallway, it wasn't like you you didn't go through the parking lot and you're not out front. You were in the back of the school in the woods. Okay. So. Okay, that makes sense. And that's one reason when you turned back into human, Biggs went off. You didn't have to. You weren't worried. Um, because you were concealed. But... You are now laying on your back on the ground. Can I talk? Right now, you try to move your mouth, and it's it's pure paralysis. Just, you are, you're not sure what's going on, but you are fully conscious you can move your eyes, but your body isn't moving at the moment. Okay, uh, so I want to, can I do, use magic and try to communicate with, uh, with, with Danny? Like through through my infection. Danny has been infected. Yes, roll me a use magic check. Okay, so I rolled use magic. Uh, I'm going to use the effect communicate with something you do not share a language with, um, and in context, that's like my virus communicating to Danny because viruses don't have language. Uh, the glitch I will choose is short duration. Uh, Danny, you're running through running through these woods, and you're still going at it. And suddenly, you feel your your heart, which you you know you can tell when it's like beating fast because of because of exercise, but it starts to pump really, really, really fast, and it actually it almost starts to ache. And then all of a sudden, your your I think Danny 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 just kind of stops like in the middle of the woods, you know, like. Uh... Well, this is this is almost instantaneous. This is not something that it's like, it is long and drawn out. It instantly goes from like dun, 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 of like I'm running to, dun, 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 and it's your your vision your vision clouds over like you're like you've stood up too quickly. You see these stars, and all of a sudden you're panicked and you can't move and you're laying on the ground, and uh, and you're looking up at this strange figure. Um, and you immediately know that Lucas is in trouble. And it is it is something that happens over the course of a second. Do I know what direction? Uh, no. You do not know what direction. You know Lucas is in trouble, though. You have hunches, though, don't you? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, that's a great... Yeah, you can roll hunches. I got a seven. So, on a seven, with hunches that... You get there too late in time to intervene, but not prevent it. You feel this panic, and then you, you know Lucas is in trouble, and you 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 search your mind out, and you uh you you you're now sort of more used to telepathy and, and spinning it out, and you you spread your mind out, and you feel little bitty, almost minute minute little sources of heat 
kind of like uh, uh, little candle flames, and uh, you come and you see, you, you feel the heat of what feels like a, a campfire, and then there's this giant pit of soul-sucking cold, and it it's almost it's almost too much. It almost like you pull your your mind back, and you can you have a headache. You you instantly have a migraine. Um, but you can tell they're they're sort of to the west uh, to the west of you, or and and uh, a little a, a fair a fair ways away. Uh, so yeah, you you do that and you start to run 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 that direction. I assume. So okay, this is what happens. Danny Ling, and we'll say he gets up to kind of like a kneel. He's he's kneeling one one knee on the ground, the other you know. The other with the foot on the ground, right? And he's kind of holding his head, shaking it. And he says to himself, um, says out loud. We'll just say he says it out loud. Lucas is in trouble. I might be able to help. But I don't think I can do it myself. I think I need... The other, the other version of me, even though he doesn't seem like he's that good of a guy, I don't know. I don't know what to do right now, so I'm going to see what he can do. I hope this isn't a mistake. And he, and he like, reaches into his, his own mind, and he's never really done this before. You know, like, he's never really purposefully gone into this quiet space. He's never purposefully at least from what I, you know, remember, he, he's never really called up, uh, fire Danny, but he's going to try to become this thing that he is vaguely aware of, you know, like he's, he's aware that fire Danny exists, but he, I don't think he's ever really been there when he's, when fire Danny has been doing things. So like, he's going to try to, I guess, uh, uh, join the two. He's going to try to be fire Danny and be in control. All right. Uh, roll me use magic. So I got, I got an 11 for use magic. Um, so yeah, so, so Danny's trying to reconcile this idea that he is this person and that he can control it. I, I I don't know. Like uh, an eleven, you know, would be an, would be a success. So are you thinking um, like summon a monster into this world? <laughs> no, <laughs> or... I, I've got this one. I've got this one. This is not okay. a. This is more of a a a, a custom a, move. Yes, it's more of a check to see what happens. And Danny, you you kind of go into the quiet place, and it's weird because you mentalize you you sort of visualize it. And you've never done that before, and it comes very easily. And suddenly you're you're there, and you're completely lucid. And um, you, in your pa- in your sort of state, do what you have done before and step into that magma pool. And as you do this, you 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 come back, and you're regular Danny, and you but you look at your arms, and you see the cracks on them, and you see the magma flowing, but you feel the same as you did just a minute ago. I think he, you know, uh, he would say to himself, I, so in my mind, this, this Danny who is able to combine his two kind of different personalities 
is you know like there's a good balance that that is reached so he actually has empathy he's not going to to be the jerk the jerky guy that like you know fire danny is so he he kind of looks at his hands and he says all right lucas i'm coming man i'm coming and he shoots like a flaming rocket uh uh in the direction that he thinks lucas is in and you start heading off, and we come back to Lucas. Lucas, you're laying there on the ground, and... Uh, and as you're sort of whimpering, this uh, he, he moves his arm, and it is so disconcerting to watch, because all his limbs just stretch to fit whatever size he's moving, so instead of bending down... His arm stretches down past his knee and almost to his ankle as he presses a finger to your lips. God, that sounds so creepy, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lucas is definitely sweating if he can sweat. I think he can. Um, he just sweats tiny, tiny bits little, of himself. Tiny little Lucas faces and they're all screaming. <laughs> it's like a dolly, like a like a Salvador Dolly painting. Woo! Uh, that was a creepy sight too. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't move. Right. So I think I'm just freaking out. Uh, my one thought is I do have like a few, I don't know, different abilities. Like I can turn anything. Okay. Before you do anything, um, you, you feel this finger on your lips as he looks down at you and this this long big smile and, and and it's so you see the smile and it's exactly similar on both sides and you just see these deep pearly white tombstone teeth as he goes Shh. very tricksy coming here Running. You have to be better than that, though. I'm not so easy to escape. You let your little friend run away from here. Always listening, always watching. But now you're alone. And I have you. Now, Shh. time, time for you to come back. Your family misses you, Lucas. They miss you so very much. Uh, and you watch as uh, his briefcase opens, and inside it looks like swirling earth as he reaches his arm in, and it just keeps going and very slowly he retrieves this syringe and it's full of this white milky liquid and as he looks at you he kneels down this is a present from your family they needed it 
to come back. So much work to oh be done. Oh my gosh. And he slowly goes down and injects it into you. There's nothing I can do? No. Because I am incorporeal. I just want to turn into worms and go into the earth. You try and nothing. Uh, okay. So it, uh, with my my um, hunches roll, I was I'm I'm not able to prevent it, but I can intervene. Um, Isaac, I you know like just at some point, Danny is going to show up at that scene to inter- to intervene, but not prevent. Just keep that in mind. So, all right, and, and as you do this, um, he pulls out this small vial, and on it you see this strange symbol kind of cut into the glass, and it's, it almost looks like a teardrop, um, but inside of it uh, there is uh, three interlocking circles, and... Uh, you feel yourself start to melt and you have the horrific sensation of watching your body slowly turn into a familiar black sludge as uh, this figure lowers this bottle down as your body starts to flow into it and uh Danny this is when you come on to the scene uh Lucas from you you actually feel one of your eyes go uh lose sight as it as it turns into this mush as your body starts to disassociate but from your your other eye you see this flaming comet uh fly through the woods this this path of scorched earth underneath it as the figure frowns and pulls the bottle away and it's about halfway full uh but your body stops disintegrating um as uh danny you enter on this scene and you look at a familiar figure that you saw through Lucas's eyes. He is this strange-looking man with uh, these long, thin limbs, but this thick, bulbous body. And he has this big frown on his face, and all you can think is how much his teeth look like tombstones. Like a like a granddaddy long leg with cartoon with a cartoon smile. Yes, you as you look at him, you you see you. The first thing that comes to your mind is if a spider was a person, this is what it would look like. So I think uh, uh, whether whether this happened while he was en route or whether it happens right now, I think you know he would he would do of course like a cool three point landing. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's cliche at this point, but hey, you know, like if the shoe fits, right? Put it on. Um, Love it. Uh, he would, in his mind, uh, 
absolutely call out to Dottie and say, Hey, Dottie, it's Danny. No jokes. No, you know, none of that other crap. Uh, we need your help. So I know you can do some pretty amazing stuff. Um, find us. Find us and help us. We need it. And Dottie, you are at your house, and you are preparing to leave, and that message comes to you. What do you do? Uh, I think as loud as I can, I'm getting Midas, and screw you, and I'm getting Midas. And uh, I tr try to go outside, and well, actually, yeah, I go outside, right, and I try and find a tree out of view from the house, and I'm going to try and teleport to Midas's um, little bunker. So, um, can I teleport? Uh, yes, and you are by yourself, so you do not need to roll. Uh, you do not need to roll. You teleport out to uh, a familiar tree, and we'll get back to that in a second. Um, Danny, that is the response that you get uh, as the figure stands um, now over Lucas um, and turns to face you. And Lucas looks bad. The lower half of his the lower half of his body is completely gone, um, and you see like the right side of his face is concaved in, um, and is 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 concaved in. Uh, his right arm is 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 almost it almost looks like a puddle of itself like if you like if a snowman had melted halfway um and and Lucas is very is breathing very shallowly uh, as this figure turns towards you Hello players it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also. You can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to, and that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. The other thing that Danny does is he absolutely would like use telekinesis to, to try to get you know, either Lucas away or the guy away. I think, I think his, his, his reaction is to try to throw the guy off with telekinesis. So that, that's what he would actually do. So you do this three point landing and stand and, and you go to do that. Uh, roll me a telekinesis check. And to give you some sort of reference of how this is happening is Dottie like says that back to you mentally and is like walking down the stairs at this moment while this is happening. She has not left the house yet. She hasn't even touched a tree. So just to give you sort of a, a, a timeline on how this is happening, um, 
roll me yeah, a... That, that's what I was saying. Like, like if, if, it, if it makes more sense that it happened while he was en route, like in, you know, shooting through the air on fire, like, you know, that would... Yeah, we got... Okay, okay, we're all on the same page. All right, roll telekinesis. Let's see. Uh, I got a 10. I took uh, telekinesis, you know, use magic as an advanced move. Um, so even though I got a 10, I'm going to do something weird here and I'm, I'm, I'm going to use luck. Um, even though, even though 10 is, is a success, I want, I want that perfect advanced move. So I'm using luck. All right. And that give make bumps it up to a 12 mark off your luck. Now, what does your advanced telekinesis do? You have perfect and precise control, uh, over exactly what happens. So, um, here's what I want to happen, Isaac, is I want whatever, whatever was extracted from Lucas, I want that back into Lucas. I want Lucas at full power and full form, or nice. at least close to it, right? I mean, I can roll something, I can roll something, uh, you know, I can roll like investigate a mystery, mystery. Yeah. or read a bad situation if, if, uh... I, I can absolutely do that before before I do the thing that I that I want to do. You know, I, I will say this: the closest you're going to be able to get, because it is not something that can be fixed with telekinesis, is you pull the bottle out of this figure's grasp. I used luck, so I want to say that it it flies into my hand yeah it is complete like it it instantly goes over to you and you you are there and so 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 like the fact that josh can intuit this from the situation i think that balance danny could intuit from the situation as well which is that this this vial this bottle contains lucas it contains the rest of lucas it is the thing that can make him whole Yep, you and you, yeah, you do that with no problem. But I would okay. say, but but the thing is, uh, having whatever is wrong with Lucas fixed will not be able to happen with telekinesis. Okay, okay. So the closest uh, you can do is retrieve what 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 you know to be what you think is is Lucas's body, and you do that. The vial okay. flies flies over and and and, land, and and lands in your hand, and you're holding it as this figure sort of stands there. That was one. That was one of three. The other thing is fling, fling something larger than than a human, which I assume can encompass this this thing. I want to fling it away from Lucas as far and as hard and you know uh, uh, and as much damage as could be caused. But like, even if it's zero damage, like at least it looks like it it caused damage. Right, basically, just fling this thing off of Lucas. That's what he wants to do. All right, that is completely acceptable. Is is this thing standing next to Lucas, and you extend your your, your hand out, and uh, the figure full eyes backwards, um, and is in the middle of the air. Uh, what is your last thing that you want to do? I will suffer one less harm. All right, perfect. Uh, you fling it back. And it's weird. You watch as, like, as it's flinging, as you fling him back, he's very obviously flying through the air, but his head and neck is rotating almost as if it's gyroscopic, 
and is still just looking at you. Um, like as, a glitchy, like a glitchy video game model character model. Closer to imagine an owl, but three sixty. Uh, as this happens, the the suitcase in his hand pops open, and you watch as his body is is slow is sucked into it in midair, um, as the suitcase folds in on itself and he disappears. And you're there in the woods, and Lucas is still there. Can Lucas uh, move? Uh, Lucas, uh, yeah, you can move. You're in a lot of pain. A lot okay. of pain. Uh, okay. Holy fucking shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! What the hell? I can't see out of my eye. Danny? Whoa, fire? Is it fire, Danny? Danny? That was... Oh god, ow. I want to see how awesome that was, but I am hurting so bad. Oh god. You cannot feel your legs. I do. You cannot feel your arm, and you cannot feel the right side of your face. I can't. I can't feel like most of my body. I sent Biggs off. I, I sent him to, to Midas. I, this thing just came out of nowhere. And. It was like a billion shadows, and then suddenly it was like standing there, and I had fallen, and I can't move. I don't. Oh God! Oh God! Oh. Uh, Danny, uh, Danny looks at the vial in his hand, and and he and he turns to Lucas and he says, "Hang on, man. We're gonna make this right, okay? Okay." And and he calls out. He calls out to Dottie, you know, telepathically again. He he calls out and says. I understand. I understand why you're you're upset. Tell tell me where to go. Tell me where to meet you. Lucas needs our help. Midas Santiago's house, which I'm trying to get to. Are you trying to get to the bunker, or are you trying to get to his house? Just go to his house. All right. That so is, so that's that where that's where uh, Danny Danny would pick up Lucas and and rocket uh, if if he can if he can like let me know if any roles are necessary but that's that's what he would do he's, he he would pick up Lucas and he would rocket uh, as to, you to as you pick up Lucas um his right arm comes completely off uh, um and it's just on the ground I might need that um, Danny could you <laughs> oh God oh. And it, it's very weird. It's like it, it almost looks like it turned necrotic and started to rot from the bottom up. Uh, and so, maybe I don't I, need it. I I think I honestly honestly I think Danny in that situation will look at that and say Lucas without an arm. Not you know in his mind he would think Lucas without an arm is better than no Lucas at all. And he would leave it. He would leave it and and rock it off. Uh, you rock it off, um, and, uh, Dottie, you appear at a tree outside, um, Midas's house, and, uh, you actually watch as he sprints out of his house and is running for his car, and, I mean, he's going full, full tilt, you have maybe a second to do something. Hey, 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 I'm here, I'm here. Where are you going? Uh, he turns around and he goes, what happened? What happened I, at the I school? I didn't do shit. Do what not happened? accuse what me of doing shit. What now, happened at the Dan school? 
whatever what happened to the school? and other are doing. I don't know. Yes. No, actually, don't. Don't go to the school. Stay here. Stay here. Just stay here for a second, okay? Okay. Okay. And, and he's like, Because Danny happened? and uh, Lucas are coming here. I told them to come here. I did not do shit. Do not blame me for shit. I don't know what those two are doing, but I did not do shit. Uh, he's just like, inside, inside, inside. And, uh, he, he heads back into the house. Okay. I'm, I go with him. This, this is bad, Duddy. This is really, really bad. I did not do shit. I, I used the accent. I got along with everybody. Suddenly there was a scene. Suddenly Danny was being a prick. This is not up to me. I, you, you yelled at me and I'm the one who has been fine this entire time. And you were the one yelling at me. Uh, what? Let's just take care of that. He's pacing. He's he's just pacing. He's kind of listening to you and just thinking. Um, uh, Danny, you uh, emerge at the back of of Midas's house, um, kind of going through the woods. Um, and can uh, he? Uh, can Danny? Can Danny kind of look in? into himself or into his quiet space and um um get a sense of how much time he has left to be in this form um like like sonic like like sonic uh 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 supersonic or whatever looking at the number of rings he has before he's at zero <laughs> no you you can you can see this and uh the the magma is is down to your ankles um and is is draining very fast um, and this is as you emerge behind Midas's houses. It is at your ankles, and and you feel it. You actually, uh, Lucas, you can see some of the the lines on Danny's face. These lines of magma start to cool, um, and uh, Danny's slowly looking more and more rock and less and less fire. Lucas, you're in, in Danny's arms. Danny, you are flying uh, like a rocket to the woods. Holy shit, uh, Super Danny, you're. Your your glow. You're losing a little bit of your glow, man. I don't know how much more time we have. Are we almost there? I'm not worried about it, man. We just need to get you to your uncle. I, he can fix this. I know he Biggs can fix this. Biggs is somewhere, too. He can help. He's heading to my uncle also. I, 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 don't, All right. I don't feel All right. so good. Oh, yeah. Thanks. No, you don't look, you don't look good either, dude. <laughs> to, just... Just T- hang tell me on, the man. truth. Do I have legs? I feel like I can't. I don't have legs anymore. Uh, we'll we'll deal with that. We'll deal with that. Oh God. Just don't worry about it, man. I just don't want to be a head in a jar, man. I don't want to be a head in a jar. Okay, I'm just gonna take a little nap. Uh, and yeah, Danny, you watch as uh, Lucas uh falls into unconsciousness in your in your arms. Um, luckily you you uh, appear at, at Midas's and Midas's house. Uh, what are you doing? You're still technically in fire Danny form at the moment. So I think, you know, he would, he would land again, very dramatic and cool. Um, and, uh, uh, gently lay Lucas down, you know, on the ground or wherever it makes sense, like, you know, on the porch, whatever. Uh, uh, and then he would, he would, you know, retrieve or lay down the, the vial, you know, next to him or give it to, to Midas. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say he kind of gives it to Midas and um you you lay lucas down in the grass and you are out you're out back from midas's house uh dotty you are inside and midas is pacing back and forth and you uh he has this sort of device on his hip um 
it looks kind of like a pager, and it's just going off continuously, just just continuously going off. Um, and uh, uh, you, Danny, uh, you do you turn back into regular Danny, or do you so, stand the? So I, I think he would he would stay as Fire Danny until he gives the vial to Midas because that's that's the only point where he feels like his friend will be safe you know like until he gives that vial uh okay uh yeah you uh you guys uh Danny I'm just going to say as fire Danny fire Danny you go up and you you sort of knock on the back door and you're sort of like looking around to make sure no one's around uh you hear this knock on the back door and um you watch as Midas like runs and opens it up, and you see Danny. Um, but unlike Fire Danny, uh, unlike the other Fire Danny, he doesn't have horns. He just looks like regular Danny, but sort of molten. Um, and he's holding this black vial in his hand, and uh, you kind of see uh, Dottie. You kind of see behind him in the back what's left of Lucas, and it's it's bad, Dottie. He doesn't have any legs. <sighs> Half of his head is gone. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> uh, what did you it do? Was, it wasn't him, Dottie. <sighs> Spider-Man did it. Spider-Man. <laughs> Goddamn Spider-Man. Peter Parker, what the hell? Um, And Midas is just like, he, he just looks around and goes, he grabs the vial. He's like, get him, in, get him inside. We, we, we've got to take him to the lab. I... Yeah. Danny, uh, Danny would, Danny would, as he passes the vial to uh, Midas, he would say, "Save him," and then he would just collapse and turn off fire. Uh, yeah, Dottie, you watch as Danny collapses to the floor, and Danny, that's actually very good. You're you're conscious, but you're exhausted, and you're sort of you're sort of s- sitting on the edge of the pool in your in your quiet space. Um, you're, you're, you can't, you can barely move your body in your quiet space, much less your, your real body at the moment. And that pool is completely drained. Um, but Dottie, uh, right now, Danny is unconscious, um, breathing, but unconscious on the back porch as Midas like jumps over him and, and runs out to Lucas. I'm going to see if I can't pick up Danny and take him with me. Oh, you can do it absolutely fine, no issue. Like a wiggle yeah, you're, baby. You're strong as heck. I think I think you can manage it. Yeah, you 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 hold him in 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 in, in your arms like a like a wee child, even though he's a six foot tall <laughs> person. And it's very it's he's, very he is very it's very funny. He is very thin though. Um, we had established that. Um, as Midas comes in with Lugus, who's just this barely breathing torso. And uh, you watch as Midas raises his hand, and that that portal opens up in the back hallway as he runs. As through. he's running with me, when he looks down at me, I like look at him with my one eye, and I go, "Am I, am I gonna, am I gonna be a cyborg?" Uh, he just goes, "Shh, don't talk. Just don't talk. Stay. Focus on staying where you are." Um, as he, without even he doesn't say anything, to you dot. He just runs into the portal. I follow him with. Danny and Toe. Does does Biggs uh, make it here? Yeah, It'd guys... be kind of convenient if he was here now. <laughs> I did send him off like in a half hour ago. 
We'll come back to Biggs okay. later. Dude, if this spider um, guy eats my cat, I'm gonna be so pissed. You guys run into this into this facility, and Midas gets Lucas hooked up um, uh, to, to in this medical bed, and he's he's got uh, these these uh, things hooked into him, and is just monitoring uh, Lucas and and he's looking at a, at this computer readout and and writing notes furiously, and he just goes, uh, "Put put Denny in a bed." Um, okay. I just uh, lay him down in one of the beds. Uh, he looks at you and goes, Dottie, I need you to, to find your parents and do something. They, 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 they know about, they know about Danny. And they're gonna know that he came to my house. I, I don't know how much longer I have any of us. I don't know how much longer we will have do what you can. How do you stop. know any of that? What are you talking about? Uh, I and he, he pulls up the device. He's like, they're trying to they they the school. They no. Okay, here here's the thing. I was in that school as far as they know. So there's there's that. But what? Uh, how do you? How am I supposed to get a hold of them? They're out of town right now. They're coming. They're coming back. They think one of the thermals escaped. They, 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 they I don't know if they know about you, but they know about Danny. And I, I need you to do something to, to distract them. I, I can't. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. But you, you owe me, and you are going to get me a meeting with those. Those captive thermals. That's understood, right? You owe me. He doesn't even answer you. He is in the middle of trying to save Lucas. I'm holding you to this. And I, I leave. Uh, and I try to get back to my house. Dottie, you... Uh, yeah, um, you can just... There's a few pieces. You know there's wood in here. Um, you run to the greenhouse and you teleport. And... Uh, do you, uh, where do you teleport? You teleport back to your house, or where do you teleport? I teleport back to my house. As you you do, um, you actually um, you teleport teleport back to your house, um, and you come back just in time to see your mother and father with a small team of people in lab coats behind them, sort of heading towards the door. Okay, I gotta rush up to them, and I rush up to them. It's like. Oh my god! Did you like- Oh my gosh! Did you hear what happened at the school? I'm so distressed right now. I- I- I think I need an emergency meeting with- with my- my therapist right now. This is too much. Like, I think I'm gonna have a full-blown freakout. And- and- and your parents are like, uh, yes, we're- uh, your father's like, uh, yes, uh, Donnie, we're- we're gonna- uh, we're heading- we're heading to the school right now, um... Uh, we will... No, like, I just, like, tried to go to school. Like, I came back to the house because I, like, missed them for my homework. And then, like, they wouldn't let me go to the school. And, like, I heard that, like, a bunch of people, like, died. I'm, like, kind of having an existential crisis right now. Uh, I, I need you right now. Roll me a manipulate someone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Also soothe. Yes! Close enough 
I have to prove it right, then I'm going to kind of start shaking and like sink to my knees and start hyperventilating. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nothing like this has ever happened here before. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah. I'm freaking out. What if I'm next? Mommy. Daddy. Um, they, they look at you and they go, and your dad kind of like kneels down and, and, and puts his arms around and he goes, it's okay. It's okay, sweetheart. We're, we, we, we're not going anywhere. Uh, and they look over to the other guys. Uh, head over there. Uh, now see, see what you can do uh, on damage control. Keep them there. Uh, we'll be there when we can. Um, keep us updated. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It'll be okay. We, we're... Do you think this is the Russians? Do, do you think this is... Oh my gosh, what if this is like the French? I don't even... I didn't even study geography anymore. I don't even know who our enemy is. Oh my god. It's, don't worry. We are... We're gonna handle it. We... we Could I talk? Smart... I, I, I need an emergency with my therapist. I have so much to unload right now. Uh... Hun... Uh... uh... Give, give give him a call. Uh, we will we'll, we're, we're gonna get you there. Just uh, just stay with me. Deep breaths. It's okay. And your oh dad sort God. of like starts like he just kind of like holds you to his chest and sort of like like kind of like trying to like gently calm you down. Um, while your mom like gets on like heads in the other room, gets on the phone, you hear her talking. Um. Uh, Danny. Uh, you you kind of you feel a little bit of your strength come back um not enough so that you can go into fire danny again but enough that you regain consciousness and you're laying in this hospital bed um and you see midas working furiously and uh, uh as uh, as he's doing this you see on one of the screens the portal open behind him and about four people in lab coats walk out and just look around at this scene. Uh, and this woman in glasses steps up and she goes, Midas, what are you doing? Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.